Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800 800- 2150465. Uh thought of an analogy the other day. And I want to uh I want to present it here and see how you can add to it cuz I know Glenn a while back did a lot of stuff with Thomas Edison, so maybe you can you can help give me some insight to make this analogy even more clear. But um I believe Donald Trump is Thomas Edison and Ted Cruz is Nikola Tesla. Right, Trump is Edison, Cruz is Tesla. So I want to compare Edison and Tesla here for a minute. So Tesla was arguably even more brilliant than Thomas Edison. But Thomas Edison was much more well-known. They're both smart, don't get me wrong. Tesla was probably smarter. Edison, though, was a better showman. He knew the best way to raise money Edison did. The best way to raise money was to always be in the spotlight, no matter what. He had to dominate the spotlight. We use that spotlight a metaphor all the time because, you know, on stage, you got a spotlight, it follows the actor. There's only room for one person in the spotlight. You can only fit one. Edison knew that. Trump knows that. So Edison, wanting to raise money, would have these massive displays where he would show off all the things that he could do with electricity. And now at the time, that's you know dazzling in and of itself, but it would get old after a while. So to get people excited, he would talk about future inventions that he was working on. And he'd, he'd say these future inventions and people were amazed. And then after a while, they're like, okay, what else you got? So Edison would make stuff up. And he said, he's, in, he's working now on a robot that can take photographs of your thoughts. And the people said, oh, that's amazing. Here's all my money. <laughs> Ooh, photographs of my thoughts. Wow. Now, Thomas Edison knew that this was crazy. He knew there was no such thing. He wasn't working on that. That's ridiculous. But he would say whatever it took to keep the spotlight on him. To the point where Edison found out that he was going to get the Nobel Prize in physics. Pretty good, right? He's pretty fired up. Then he found out that he was going to share the prize with Nikola Tesla, his rival. They were both going to get the Nobel Prize in physics that year. Edison turned it down. Turned it down and then somehow convinced the the committee to not give it to Tesla either. So Edison would rather receive no award no Nobel Prize than to have to share the spotlight with his rival. Think about the debate that was supposed to happen uh, Monday. Trump's not going to show up. Why would he? Why would he want the spotlight on three people? Or two, really? Why would he want to do that? For his, I mean, listen, I, I, I think he should. Do, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying from his perspective, why would he want to? Why would he go to the debate? 
from his perspective, why would he? Instead, he's going to go somewhere where he gets the spotlight. He gets all the attention. And he doesn't have to worry about anyone else. That's the same thing uh, Edison would do. The spotlight had to always be on him. I don't know what it is about us, but human nature, we, we crave larger-than-life figures. I don't know why. But we love it. Always have. Nothing new. <laughs> it's been going forever like that. We love large and large. We love train wrecks. Not literal train wrecks. People who are train wrecks. We love it. This is what drives our celebrity culture. And it's again, it's nothing new. What may be new, and really not even, because this has been forever too, but, but what we think is new is the combining of entertainment and politics into one. But again, that's not even new either. I want to talk a little later about um, the media's fascination with Trump and why they are. But one last story on on, on getting the attention. So Louis Fourteenth, head of uh, France back in the day, he had a court, right? He was the king. So he had a court of people to entertain him. And he had the best writers and the best artists and then the most beautiful women. But the most talked about person in his court was uh, a dwarf. I don't even know. We, I don't think we're allowed to use that word. A little person. But he wasn't just a little person. He was a horrible person. Right? He, was, he was awful. He would sleep with the king's mistresses. He would insult everyone else in the court. Everyone except for the king. He was rowdy and obnoxious and drunk and terrible and awful and everyone hated him, but they couldn't bear to see him go. They hated him, but they were fascinated by him. Trump's not the first person to play this role. And my analogy here, the media is Louis XIV's court. Right? There's plenty of other players that are far more talented, far more interesting, far more exceptional have actual things to say. But then there's one guy that everyone loves to hate and he gets the spotlight. That's Trump. And you can't lose that spotlight. Once you have it, you can't lose it. Now, last, that's the, last week, I argued that Trump's going to start to soften his edges and he's going to increase his prestige. But he's not going to lose the spotlight. He'll do anything to keep the spotlight. And that's why the protesters are doing him such favors because it keeps the spotlight on him without him actually having to do anything. I think last week we shared some stories of uh, P.T. Barnum. All right, Barnum and Bailey Circus. And we talked about the things he did to gain attention. Greatest showman of the 19th century, P.T. Barnum. And he ended his career as a politician, not surprisingly. But P.T. Barnum knew not only the way to get the spotlight, but he knew the ways to keep the spotlight. I'll share one quick story on this. So he had a, um, you know, when you go to the fair, they still have this where they'll have like, you know, the, the, the bearded lady and the world's biggest rat. And you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Oddities or whatever. Half snake, half man. Right. So he would have these oddities. And, and one of the, the people that he would tour with was a woman named, or he would name her Joyce Heth. And he claimed, P.T. Barnum claimed that, Joyce was 161 years old and she was a slave to George Washington. She was one of George Washington's slaves. 
161 years old. Now, that's absurd, but people would pay to see the woman. People would pay to see the 161-year-old woman, and then after a couple months, the crowds would dwindle. So Barnum, to get the spotlight back, he wrote a letter to the paper under a different name, right? He pretended he was someone else. And he was outraged. He wrote a letter that said, this P.T. Barnum is a fraud because Joyce Heth is a fraud. She's not 161 years old. P.T. Barnum is a liar. This Joyce Heth that he says is the former slave of George Washington, she's not the former slave. She's not even a human. She's a robot. She's a robot made of whalebone and rubber. Sincerely, Chris Smith. What did that do? Two things. First, people who haven't seen her yet wanted to see if that was true. So they paid a ticket to go see the 161-year-old woman, or maybe it was a robot. I don't know. We'll go see. And then the people who already did see her said, oh, I don't think she was a robot. I'm going to go back and look again. So the people who already bought a ticket went and bought another ticket to go see it again. He would do anything to keep the spotlight. Edison did anything to keep the spotlight from going to Tesla. That dwarf in Louis XIV's court was a horrible person, but they couldn't keep his eyes off him. Kept things exciting. Add Trump to the list. These are all showmen. P.T. Barnum, Thomas Edison, the dwarf, Trump, they're showmen. Compared to Ted Cruz. Who in any other year, really any other year, would be the nominee. And who in a one-on-one debate, I think would do incredibly well against Donald Trump. But Kasich is in the way. I was in the race for no reason, but I don't want to go there now. Cruz has got to be thinking, Saints alive, Kasich, just get out of the way. Get out of the way so I can have a chance here. They're trying. They're trying to get attention, but that spotlight can only fit one person. Trump's not the first person to recognize the importance of that. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. 